let's hear a story about Markham This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History from Friends of Markham Hill, an effort to save the mountain from development and make it a nature, wildlife, historic, archaeology, and Native American preserve. Today's story, Evangeline Pratt Waterman, covering the years 1927 to 1947, Part 1. Evangeline Pratt married Dr. Julian Cecil Waterman, Dean of the University of Arkansas Law School in September 1927 at St. Paul's Episcopal Church with one guest present. After their honeymoon, they resided in the Pratt family home for a year, where her parents, Mr. and Mrs. C.L. Pratt, lived, and where her sister Joy and her husband D.H. Markham lived during the summer months. Evangeline had resigned from her job at the university prior to her wedding, She became an instructor at the Markham Camp the following summer to help her sister Joy and brother-in-law. Evangeline and her husband Julian attended many university dinners and parties. The October 31, 1927 newspaper wrote, Interesting Places in the Ozark Resorts was the paper given by Mrs. J.S. Waterman at the meeting of the University Women's Club Saturday afternoon. Places she mentioned were Cane Hill, John E. Brown College at Siloam Springs, the Lime Kiln at Johnson, the Merrill Butterfly Collection at Rogers, the State Pheasant Farm near Rogers, the Nick's Bird Collection and Mrs. Berry's Flower Garden at Springdale, Eureka Springs, especially the Crescent Hotel, which formerly was the Crescent College, the Battlefields at Pea Ridge, Prairie Grove, and Fayetteville, Elkhorn Tavern near Seligman, Missouri, Winslow and the Mountain Lodge, the historic homes in Fayetteville, Diamond Cave at Jasper, the Sanders Pistol Collection at Berryville, the Peony Fields at Sarcoxy, the Fish Hatchery at Roaring River, the Indian Mounds near Elkins, and many other places. After the meeting, refreshments of cider and nuts were served. Evangeline was elected secretary of the University Women's Club in 1928. During this 20-year period, from 1927 to 1947, Evangeline was also active in the following clubs. Zeta Tau Alpha Alumni Club, the Fort Knightley Club, in which she participated with her husband. Members took turns hosting and presenting papers for discussion. Examples of papers presented by Evangeline were... 13th Century Period and the Life of St. Francis, Life and Works of Vincent van Gogh of Arles, Dutch Genius and Madman, Life of John Peter Altgeld, Governor of Illinois, who appeared prominently in the strike troubles of several generations ago and who pardoned men convicted in the famous Haymarket case that attracted national attention and the personal intervention of the President of the United States and life and work of William Henry Steigel, early American immigrant glassmaker, whose now almost priceless flint glass and other specimens, white, clear, and colored, grow more and more rare with the years. The list of Evangeline's clubs continues. 20th Century Club, where women took turns hosting and leading discussions on books. Examples are Mark Sullivan's Our Times, Henry VIII, and An Iceland Fisherman by Pierre Loti. 
1934, Evangeline was elected vice president. In April 1939, Evangeline presented the program on Napoleon of St. Helena, Octave Aubray. Another of her clubs was the American Association of University Women, AAUW. Modern Literature Club, where women took turns hosting and reviewing books. Examples are Evangeline's reviews of Life of Karl Marx by Franz Mehring and books that have changed our mind. Fayetteville Garden Club, where women took turns hosting and presenting the program. Examples are Evangeline's talks on the Missouri Botanical Gardens, landscape gardening, wildflowers, and native plants that may be used in home planting. Evangeline served as president for at least one year. League of Women Voters. Evangeline joined in January 1945. In March 1928, Evangeline's sister, Joy Pratt Markham, gave birth to her only child, Gay Pratt Markham. His legal name was Egel, but he was called Pratt and later Gay. The Pratt family home was now even busier during the summers. In January 1929, Evangeline and Julian moved from the Pratt family home to the former home of the H.R. Rosen family at 500 North Vandeventer in Fayetteville. Evangeline's parents had given her some land near the Pratt family home to build a house. It was completed by the end of 1929, and she named it Dogwood Cottage. It is now on the National Register of Historic Places and known by the people of Fayetteville today as Evangeline's Cottage. The house was unique for the day, rounded walls inside, Kiva fireplace inspired by southwestern Pueblo architecture, Pella Rose screen windows where screens rolled up into built-in compartments, and a basement with a garage under the house. Evangeline lived in this house until she died in 1979, except for five years when she lived in Greece with her second husband. In February 1929, the newspaper wrote that Mrs. J. Fulbright entertained with an informal tea yesterday afternoon at her home on Mount Nord. Among the guests were Dr. and Mrs. J. S. Waterman. Tea with appurtenances was served with dainty appointment in the drawing room where a new electrola provided orchestra music throughout the afternoon and evening hours. Evangeline's father, Cassius L. Pratt, died on June 27, 1929, at the age of 82. He was buried in Fairview Memorial Park. Evangeline's four brothers from Oklahoma joined the family in Fayetteville for the funeral services. In January 1931, Evangeline gave birth to her first of two children in a Tulsa hospital. She and her husband named their baby girl Evangeline. Also in 1931, Evangeline's sister Joy Markham divorced her husband. Joy and her three-year-old son Gay came to live permanently year-round in the Pratt family home with their widowed mother Maggie Pratt. Joy lived there until her death in 1976. The November 14, 1932 newspaper wrote, About 30 signed in the guest book at the AAUW toy exhibit at the University Home Economics Building last weekend. A pre-Christmas interest was shown in the lists posted on the bulletin board, giving titles and prices of books and classifying the toys by their interest for children of especial ages and their educational purpose. Several university teachers brought their classes to visit the toy exhibit. 
chairmen for the exhibits were as follows. Mrs. Lewis Turner, books. Mrs. Joy Pratt Markham, pictures. Mrs. J.S. Waterman, music. And Mrs. Charles Kilpatrick, toys. Each of these made talks on their departments. The final newspaper article for today's weekly is from August 28, 1933. The newspaper wrote, The Hilltop Camps, Camp Sunset for Boys and Camp Sun Up for Girls, directed by Mrs. Joy Pratt Markham at her home on the West Mountain of Fayetteville, closed their 13th and 7th seasons respectively last week. A spectacular event of the closing program was a circus given before an audience of Fayetteville people and visiting parents of the campers. Members of both camps and the staff took part. The circus opened with a float carrying the three girls and three boys voted the best campers of 1933. An Indian and pioneer parade in which 12 camp horses passing behind the barn where quick changes of costumes were made by their riders were used to form a continuous line of about 18 in the parade. The circus proper opened with an acrobatic act by Evangeline's daughter, two-and-a-half-year-old Evangeline Waterman. For photos corresponding to this story, go to Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill and look for the weekly entitled Evangeline Pratt Waterman, Part 1. To keep up with our effort to save the entire 144-acre Markham Hill property from development and make it a preserve, join our Facebook group Friends of Markham Hill, sign our petition, request a free yard sign, and help us ask the developer over and over again, Specialized Real Estate Group and out-of-state money behind them, Robert M. Dant, to please be willing to sell the entire property to a conservation group who will preserve it all. This is Lisa Orton with the weekly Markham Hill Moment of History.